You just made the list. Say yeah. This is Wrestling with Attitude, sponsored by Attitude Broadcasting. Oh, yeah. With your host, The Summit. You made a trash collector, Enzo. He is better in the ring than Strowman is. Don't tell me Strowman's better than him. Just go to Portland, Oregon. <laughs> Christian should be on TV every single week. Vanguard One does time travel. Christian is Hall of Fame. Lil Stevens, mouth of the Carolinas. Shameless plug. Can I say this? I'm sorry, okay? You know the scaffold matches I like? I like the scaffold matches in ECW where it's just a piece of plywood built by Ellsworth. I hate to say this, but Matt Hardy is the Marty Jannetty of the Hardy Boys. Come to Puerto Rico. J-B-L. Dixie Carter. She can hug me all night long. Head it low! But if Frank the Clown has a chance with her, I am definitely... In the list. Voice of Charlotte, the QCB. Finally, the QCB has come back to the wrestling with attitude show. John LaBeouf the WWE. The Reigns. Horrible Marine movies that John Cena's doing. I'd rather see Kevin Bacon new. Follow us on Twitter at WWA Show. Catch our shows at WrestlingAttitude.com. Listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Spreaker. Welcome to Wrestling with Attitude on Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. I am your host, The Summit. Sorry, I had to go back to that song one more time before we start the show. Join me today is little Steven, the mouth of the Carolinas. You just wanted to say your name first so you could hear that part, so you could act like you're Bobby Roode. No, I always say my name first. Yeah, no. Because I introduce you. You just want to do that and then go go like this. That's that's what you do. I I get it. I do that. What you just did right now, that looked more like Randy Orton than (laughs) Is that better? What the hell is that? Macho man. I don't know. I don't think that's macho man. Hogan? I don't even know. That is someone in those guys. Anyway what that was. No. Uh (laughs) anyway, little Steven and we are on Periscope. Uh, And we are sponsored by Attitude Broadcasting. We put the attitude in broadcasting. (laughs) The former ABC. You you mean the new ABC. Well, I didn't want to say that. Uh, And we are at the Connecticut School of Broadcasting where you can make your dreams come true. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. We got some news and then we'll get into SmackDown review. Uh, it looks like Jeff Hardy's going to be out of WrestleMania 34 after his injury he had. Ah. So he'll wait, be... wait, 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 wait. So he won't be even at WrestleMania? No. It looks what? like he's going to be out pat until... Uh... He just had surgery yesterday. Uh, there's right. talk that he will be out until May of 2018. Then Matt needs to go ahead and do his broken gimmick now. He probably, Well, not right now, but closer to Rumble time. I think you do Either it. that or you take the time off because you're yeah. not going to do anything. Well, I don't want to see Matt Hardy as a singles wrestler. Now no, broken? you can do it. No, wait until – if you don't do the broken gimmick, you wait until the rumble time. 
because oh, yeah, it, then yeah. it goes into WrestleMania season. Yeah. And then I, you can you can yeah. draw that out until right. when Don't Jeff do gets back. Right, exactly. Don't do it now. Yeah. Uh, maybe Survivor Series. I would do it after Survivor Series. Yeah. I would wait until the Rumble. If you do Survivor because Series, do it as a tease. You see, if you do it and the Rumble, you, he can come out during the Rumble. The first time he does it is at the Rumble. I think it would be better. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate that. So, uh, but that's some other news we had. Uh Eddie Kingston. Oh, we got somebody else leaving Impact Wrestling. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, Eddie <laughs> Kingston. Uh, backstage details on creative plans for Sister Abigail. Uh, it's planning on debuting Sister Abigail gimmick at TLC, but it will be Bray Wyatt himself who will be wrestling as the character. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So now he's going to have his own demon. So he's basically going to be like um, Perry Saturn was. Remember when Perry Saturn wore a dress? Yeah. So Please don't compare him to that. <laughs> I, I'm thinking demon. I'm thinking Finn Balor. Oh, so it's him. cool as Finn Balor wears a dress, but not when Perry Saturn Finn wears Balor a dress. Finn Balor didn't wear a dress? I'm saying he's going to wear a dress. No, he's you not You just watch a dress. it. It's going to happen. Oh, gosh. You can't play Sister Abigail and not wear a dress. Uh, so not only does WWE have no plans to introduce an actual female in the ring, White is expected to come to the ring and wrestle in a completely different attire, which much like Finn Balor does. Uh, well, that's uh, I don't know how I feel about that. What? I just it, to me it keep <sighs> look. Well, I, you know what? <laughs> Why not? Because Bray Wyatt, with the character he has, needs to do something else. Thong and Fanny Pack. Hey, Fanny Packs are coming back. They're not. Thong and Fanny Pack. No. They're not. Uh, They are coming back. They're never coming back. They are. No. Uh, But anyway, that's the rest of the news I had to share. Uh, Looking at SmackDown this week, it was from Denver. Nakamura comes out. The Scene Brothers come out. They bring out Gender Mender. They beat down Nakamura. Uh, I don't know what to think about this anymore. I just, it feels like it's so drawn out, this rivalry. Yeah, I'm getting tired of it. And they really I, haven't had that much interaction. They haven't. That's the thing. Like, I think they're trying to keep them away from each other because they know it's going to get boring. It's already getting boring and to me. I mean, I'm he- sorry. For heaven's sake, can yeah. we please get Nakamura to speak English correctly? He's getting better every week, man. Sorry, look, hooked on phonics takes a little longer. Okay, you can't learn it quick. Maybe he got the slower version yeah. of Rosetta Stone. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, the feud is dry. It's just it is. The less talking that Nakamura does, the better. It's also gender, though. Like gender, gender. No, gender's just dry, man. Yeah, like, like with Randy Orton, it worked. But doesn't doesn't it feel this way with most uh, foreign champions, though? I mean, didn't we feel the same way with not Sergeant Slaughter, but Agnon, uh, you know, the Sheik? Uh, uh, Agnon, that was yeah. that was really good. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah. 
But I mean, don't doesn't that how you usually feel? For I mean, I I didn't feel this way about Sheamus. No, I didn't because I feel like he was. But that's the thing. Sheamus was one of those guys that he only talks when he had to, and he beat you up. That was his whole gimmick. Was I don't care. I'm here to kick. I'm I'm just here well, to kick butt. The Iron Sheik was kind of that, way. but he had a manager. Iron yeah. Sheik had a manager, so it didn't feel that drive for him. But you know, didn't we feel the same kind of way about somebody? I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, you know, so I'm not trying. To, I guess I'm trying to defend gender a little bit. It's just a different feel. Yeah. So it, you're supposed to be. Aren't you supposed to be a little bit bored with this well, type of character? It's also this character's been played out so many times. The foreign character gets played out because all the all that the audience is going to do is USA, USA, because that's all they like do. Rusev. Yeah, and that's but the Rusev issue. Rusev to me was more entertaining than. Oh Jimmy. yeah, absolutely. But that's because I feel like Rusev actually has a little charisma. I just think he's like holding back. Like I think Rusev actually has charisma. But I don't think he's like um, unlocked it yet. You he's, know, he's getting it. But yeah, it just feels like gender is just a little bit something's missing. I agree with you on that. Nakamura does need a manager. Yeah, he does. Me too. I, agree. I agree. But or a translator. Literally can we get, get Sonny Ono? Can we get Sonny Ono? No, please get Sonny Ono. First off, I don't think Sonny Ono. I think he's retired. <laughs> no, get some. Get Sonny Ono. Why do you want Sonny? You know he was perfect for. He would be perfect for him if he did not die. The perfect person would have been Mr. Fuji. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, yeah, would have. <laughs> don't back tell. In the day. Don't tell. You would have loved it because you would have got to see Mr. Fuji no, talk absolutely. for I, Nakamura. It would have yeah. been awesome. <laughs> dummy. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Why are you calling me a dummy? I don't understand. It's just part of it. Uh, but anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, we had Bobby Roode versus – oh, no. We had Becky and Charlotte versus Carmella and Natalia. Uh, Natalia made Charlotte tapped out, tap out. Yeah. Jim Cornette. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, if you really want him to have a mouthpiece. <laughs> that would be nice, though. It would be fun to yeah. watch that one. Uh, we don't have any man- – we talked about this before. That we don't have managers like we used to. Because WWE doesn't want to pay managers. No. That's what it is. Pay Paul Heyman, that's it. And he's not even – they don't even call him a manager. They call him an advocate that's because right. he doesn't want to be known as a manager. Then we have Bobby Roode, the glorious one, versus Mike Canales. Uh, Bobby Roode wins. Wow, we actually got to see Mike Canales on TV. Yeah. Didn't you show his entrance? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, we did get the cool jacket. Melissa said I should get one. That is a cool uh, jacket. And then we had – Ziggler comes out. He comes out with a drum. I just... Um, What's the point of this now? Like, I liked all the gimmicks he was making fun of, and now you're going to just come out and you're just... What are you, a band all of a sudden? Like... No one cares. <laughs> I mean, no offense to Ziggler, but you've lost way too you know, many times. Yeah. Yeah, Maria's, And that's what hurts Mike right now, Mike Canales. Yeah, because... Maria's Well, like then, that. what they need to do is change Mike's gimmick and make him come out as Mike Bennett. Let him do his own thing. Do the miracle gimmick. You're, you're going to hate it. You're going to hate what I'm getting ready to say. What? Put him with Ty Dillinger and make a tag team. I wouldn't hate that, for actually. For a couple months. Tell you the truth, Ty Dillinger, perfect. Ty Dillinger needs to be in a tag team right now. No, I know. Because there's really not a tag team division on SmackDown. No. There's uh, two tag teams. That's no, it. No, no, no. There's not two. We're getting ready to say the Fashion Police will be back this weekend. Oh, my God. 
I can't wait. You for mean that. a tag team that hasn't wrestled in almost three months? They don't need to wrestle. They're entertainment. I don't care. They don't wrestle. But uh, fashion police. Yep. I'm not counting them. I'm sorry. They don't wrestle. Yeah, put me in tag team. No, though, I would man. love to see that. Put Marie. Put you know Mike. Let's, let's go ahead and put Bobby yeah. Roode in a tag team. No, since no, no, we no, think no, that's no, such no, a no, great no, idea. No. Bobby Roode is different. Hype Bros is getting ready to get split up, which is great with me. But how, how is that great? Because you know Mojo Riley will get a push. No, because <sighs> they will give that man a push. Yes, hopefully down to the NXT again. <laughs> no, but no, I'm sure he'll get a push. But they, it just they need to be separated. Anyway. Whenever their next pay per view is in Boston. That man will get a push for that belt just because of Gronkowski. Yeah, he'll I get, will tell you that he'll get a push for the U.S. title at some point. Oh no, I'm I'm talking world, man. They're yeah. gonna give it to him. Oh, stop! Don't ruin my <laughs> well. day. Uh, then we got Usos come out. New Day comes out. Genders backstage. Usos New Day, of course, is having the Hell in a Cell match. I can't wait for this. Th- this is the best. Tag team robbery going on. I agree on right with now. you that it does what? suck that Mojo would get a push and Ryder probably won't. I don't know. I, I he'll probably get a push for a month yeah. and then You know, I, I know it's not possible. Actually it might be. What? I want to see Ryder get the championship. I don't care if it's for one day. I don't care if it's for thirty seconds. Let him get the championship listen, one listen, time, man. If Jinder Mahal got the title <laughs> after all he went through, never say never. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Drew McIntyre came back and redone, redid himself. Hashtag make Zack Ryder Grand Slam champion. No, Come they on. should turn him heel. I think oh, Ryder yeah. as a heel would be really good, and that's what you're getting ready to First see. First off, that music that he comes out to, the you know the radio music, that is heelish music. Right, but it is. I mean, he's getting ready to turn heel anyway, because this Sunday I think you don't see him turn heel. We'll talk about that in picks though. Uh, Then we had Usos and New Day though. I think it's gonna be a great match in the Hell in the Cell. Then we had Ty Dillinger versus Baron Corbin. Ty wins. Styles is backstage. Uh, So this Sunday you don't see uh, you don't see Styles versus Corbin. Uh, then we got Rusev versus English in the ring, or Rusev and English in the ring. Orton comes out. Orton versus English. Orton wins. Uh, then we had Shane comes out. Orange comes out. What? I'm not going to lie. I like them two together. Rusev and English? I like it. I love it. I, I, I love it. I really do. I think it's great. And it helps English get better. And yes. I like it. Yes. Uh, then we got Shane comes out. Orange comes out. Hell in a Cell match will be Falls Count Anywhere, which I think is going to be great. Uh, Owens is walking down the stairs. Shane chases Owens up the steps. Uh, Owens power bombs Shane through a table. Then Shane comes back to the so, ring. So technically, let's just you know. I mean, I, I get it. Hell in a Cell doesn't technically mean falls count anywhere, but you can go anywhere in Hell in a Cell anyway. But no, it was never really falls count anywhere. Yeah, I know, I know. And I, I like this because now. You know, when Shane dies off the top of the cage again, Owens can pin him outside the ring. Yeah. Or vice versa. You know, matter of fact, I could actually see Kevin Owens taking a dive off the top of the cage this weekend. No, I see. I could. I see him doing like the McFoley, like somebody act like it, as like an accident. Like it, he's going to get he thrown did. off or something's going to happen. He promised to throw Shane off the top, but I can see Shane throwing him off the top. Was whenever he makes a promise, he most of the time he ends up Who? eating 
Kevin, Kevin Owens. Think about it. Remember that one in uh, TLC where he set up all the chairs for Roman, yeah. and he was gonna he was gonna do a suplex through like the chair casket. What happens? He goes through the chair casket. Well, so so, so he's basically the new Vince. He is. He makes a guarantee, and it usually it, happens against him. It happens, but <laughs> all right. Wow, so, I cannot believe you just you you just compared Kevin Owens to Vince McMahon, Vince. Vincent K. McMahon. There's who should play Vince McMahon. No. Kevin Owens. <laughs> I mean, say what First you want. First off, that's a lot of CGI hey, they're going to have to do. Say what you want about Kevin Owens. <laughs> Kevin Owens, to me, is the best thing going on in wrestling right now. I, I mean, look at who, what we got going on. Oh, I, I, love I mean, Kevin this storyline right it's now awesome. is the best we have. And I think Kevin is pushing it. So, guy, he just. Kevin Owens you know, is one of the yeah he's he's the ultimate bad guy. Mm-hmm. Ultimate. No, someone was telling me the other day, and there's a lot of you out there, and I know there is, and you don't you don't don't get mad, but a lot of people are like you know all the rejects from NXT and stuff because nobody's doing anything. And I'm like, all right, first off, shush, because you want to know who came from NXT. Oh, that's right. Kevin Owens. Look at what he has done in his 3 years or 4 years now. I mean, it it and that didn't happen overnight. No. Yeah, he went against John Cena, but did when when did he actually win a belt? It took well, him a while. No, because he won the NXT belt. No, no, but, then, but I'm saying I'm saying when he got on WWE, like when he point. actually when he actually got on Raw. No, but he it didn't take him that long, but I, the thing with Kevin Owens, he is the ultimate heel, and but he was well known before he came to WWE. Yeah, I mean, you know, we saw him many times, dude. I know the guy. I told you he was for real. I know the first time I saw him, and you know, so he's he's just that type of guy where he can do it. Uh, and I know he's one of the best talent from NXT. He was talented before NXT. Yeah. And, you know, they just put him on the bigger platform, and he's gone with it. All right, let's go into Sound Off. WWA Sound Off, where your voice can be heard. Sound Off, let them know how you feel, because the anger inside is real. Sound Off. All right, this week's top five is top 90s feuds of all time. Top 1990s feuds of all time. So anything after 1990 to 1999 can be counted as a feud. Okay. WCW, WWF, ECW, uh, independent scene across the ocean. I don't know. Anything. Independent scene across the ocean. I'm throwing it out there. Any other federation promotion you want to <laughs> throw in there, go ahead. Ooh, I, I don't know if a I big know Big country, any. you know, throw him in there if you want. Yeah, I know. Just kidding. Is he wrestling now? I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, this week's top five is top 90s feuds. You want to start with number five? <laughs> any, any any match, match Glacier Can't All right. Time out. So, I got to ask this question. So, at the last Ring of Honor event, <laughs> all right, Glacier comes out. Yeah. It was actually person. a TV taping. Glacier. Yeah. I thought he won the 
he was going to win the belt. Thank goodness he didn't win a chance to fight mm-hmm. for the belt. But Glacier, does anybody okay, care? Stop saying it like that. Not Glacier. It's Glacier. Glacier. <laughs> it's Glacier. It's Glacier. <laughs> glacier. What do you mean, does anyone care? It's Glacier. I couldn't give a damn back in WCW. You think I care now? <laughs> 20 years later? Glacier? <laughs> What's hey, next? He looks good, man. He is, looks good. Yeah, he he actually came out. <laughs> yes, you care about Bobby Roode. Come on now. Candlelight. So, but no, Glacier, man. He Ring of Honor, really? Is that the best you can bring back from WCW? Wait I don't a see a problem Is with it. next going to be the Kiss Demon? No, it's probably going to be um, Wrath. Oh. Wrath will come out and battle Wrath him. wasn't that bad. But the <laughs> I mean, kiss, excuse me? The Kiss Demon was bad. Wrath wasn't that bad? The Kiss Demon was bad. Wrath was created to go against Glacier. That's true. So, yes, it was bad. All right. All right. Uh, number five, what you got? Um, I'm actually going to go with uh, ECW. I'm going to start it off. Of course you are. Yeah, well, why not? Um, Raven and uh, Tommy Dreamer. It was a good <laughs> rivalry. What? Disco Inferno. Disco Inferno will return. You know what? I would not be surprised. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Raven and Tommy Dreamer in ECW around 96 to 97. The top five is top 90s feuds of all time. Uh, yes, it was uh, Chris Benoit and Kevin Sullivan uh, during the 90s. That was a great feud. Oh, with woman and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Jack or Jacqueline was in it too. She was in it for a little bit, but yeah. that that was a great rivalry. That was a good rivalry because they had very good matches. I don't have that on my list, but that's what a was good your one. number five? Uh, Raven and um, uh-huh. I was either thinking Raven and the Sandman or Raven and um, Tommy Dreamer. I just you got to do Tommy Dreamer. I like Tommy Dreamer because again, Tommy Dreamer actually explained it the best. He was like when ECW became Extreme Champion Wrestling, he was kind of like the the varsity kid who. He just didn't fit in. Well, no, you uh, the two you had to do Dreamer, and yeah. Raven. If you well, do and he didn't one. fit in, and he said Raven helped give him an edge. He yeah. did. He helped make him hardcore. Uh, somebody said Austin Triple H. Um, uh, for me, number five is Triple H and The Rock. Really? For the IC belt and oh, yeah. for the heavyweight belt later on. Just the nation of domination versus DX, DX was just great. Nation, yep. Just good, man. But they're my number five. I could see that. You don't see these names up here a lot, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I know what you're, you're, you're – yours – and I'm not saying it's easy. Go ahead. I know yours just because – I come on, it's easy with me with you. Um <laughs> I'm putting Triple H and, and Mankind. I don't care. I'm putting it up there. Triple H and Mankind. And I'm talking about in 96 to ninety to 97. RVD and Jerry Lynn. That's a good Ooh, one. Wow. That's a good one, too. I, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think Do you even know one. who Jerry Lynn is? I do know who Jerry right. Lynn is. He's actually in 2001 right now, like what I'm watching. Mark Henry and May Young? Yeah. Classic, man. They even... Did they? I give them well, a hand. <laughs> yeah, I took it from you. <laughs> oh, it's okay. <laughs> uh, that, I was going to use that for the comedy club this week. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah, so I did Triple H in uh, Mankind. 
And I, I know what you're saying, but those... Did they lose a hand? <laughs> no. Right. But those... They had a good one, and it led to them having matches in 2000 and stuff, and I liked... Them two were just good together. They had good chemistry against each other. No, they did. They did, and... um. You know, that's one of the reasons Triple H, you know, when the curtain call happened. Kane and Undertaker. When the curtain call happened, that's what saved him to get back into, you know, becoming the king of the ring the next year and everything else because he had really good matches with with Mankind. And, you know, so I put that on my list. Number four, Bret Hart versus HBK. Okay, first of all, that is way too low. (laughs) <laughs> what, no, there's a reason I put. Oh, I, I know, those. I know. But <laughs> I mean, to me, the ultimate number one. Yeah. Dean Malenko versus Jericho WCW. Ooh. That's a good one. Ooh, man. That's a good one. See, I didn't go a lot of WCW. I, I, put, I feel I, bad. I, I try to put one on there at least. Uh, but no. Listen, Bret Hart, HBK, and I know you don't have his hire, and that's fine. Oh, yeah. But that was that really started it back for Ad Tour. So... Uh, what's your number three? Um, Mankind and The Rock. I mean, <laughs> look, I know it was a short feud, but man, was it good. Come on. Who else did a did a match in an empty stadium <laughs> for the belt? It was awesome. I mean, think about it. Mark Henry and Mae Young. Okay, no. Now you're trying too hard. <laughs> I mean, that that one's one of my favorites, so I'm putting that one on there for me. Uh, I mean, come on, Mankind and The Rock. I mean, especially, like, after the whole thing with Mankind when he was, you know, no one thought he would ever be champion, and he ends up being, like, a two-time champion from that feud. That's very true. So. Flair and Stink. Oh, Yeah. Uh, number three for me. I'm glad you brought the name. I didn't do Flair and Sting, but you could definitely do it because I think I did them in the 80s. Yeah, I think I did them more 80s. Yeah. I did Hogan and Sting. Oh, yeah. And here's uh-huh. why. Hogan came from WWE to WCW where Sting was the ultimate guy in W. We saw Hogan and Flair before. We never saw Hogan and Sting. And when it was the NWO, that was the ultimate end-all, be-all match was going to be Hogan, NWO, versus the black and white scene. So that's the reason I got it, number three. Okay. That was the ultimate match, man. So yeah. WCW. Um, and their rivalry was good going back and forth. I'm going to go with, uh, I don't know if this counts, but I'm going to do it anyways. Uh, DX versus the Corporation. Uh, I have to ask the judges on that. Judges, uh, can we know, allow that? You can do anything you want. Okay. I, just, I mean, it was a feud. It was a feud. It was a feud. I, I personally like the DX Nation Domination better. Yeah, I just like the corporation and DX because it's what the corporation hated. They hated that, you know, rise against and, you know, screw you attitude that – Degeneration X was, but the corporation was DX. Later on, it, it, it just to me it felt more nation and DX was a true rivalry. Yeah, I don't feel like the other one had a rivalry really. Yeah, because Vince, yeah, he fought 
Troop waits, but also he joined him later. It's just so confusing. But that's just so much. But, like, in 98 and 99, that was a big deal. Like, when mm-hmm. – I mean, Austin was still feuding with McMahon, but then that's you right. had the corporation, Correct. which feuded even – you know, they had their own feud. Yes. So – That's a good one. All right, number two for me, because yours was that one. Uh, Stone Cold and The Rock was number two. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on, dude. I mean, I three know. times in the 90s, they main event WrestleMania. What? One time in the 90s. Three. Okay, two. <laughs> it was two times because the other one was 2001, 2002. 2001 and then 2003. Was it one? Oh, all right, whatever. Yeah. So, but The Rock at Austin, I mean, the ultimate, the best. I mean, the ultimate feud of the Attitude Era. I'll give you that. Uh, no, not the ultimate one. Really? It's second. I, I'll give you number one. Is more. Oh, oh, I love, oh, yeah. I love the Rock yeah. and Austin, though. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we're carrying everywhere else. So, what's your number one? Well, you already said it earlier, and I'm putting it on there. I'm sorry. Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. And I'm saying this because of this. It is a feud that started back in 93, 94. I mean, they. I mean, this feud. Think about Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart when they came into WWE. They were parallel. They were parallel for a long time. And then they both went after the IC belt. And then they started going for the gold. And WrestleMania 13, or no, WrestleMania 12 is still one of my favorite WrestleManias because of that match that they had, the Iron yep. Man match. And then you got to see uh, the Hitman versus. Um, Shawn Michaels, like with the the dynasty, the heart, the heart family, and all that stuff. I loved it. And Somebody then, said the Harlem Heat and Steiners. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. I give you that one. But and, and then the whole Montreal screw job is the icing on the cake because it's a feud that still is talked about this day because there Cause, really wasn't no retribution. I mean, there's Brett screw Brett. Yeah, I mean, there's. But but I, I just thought that was – I mean, that is the feud that started the Attitude Era. No, I it agree. Is. Uh, for number one, somebody already said it, uh, but of course it's Stone Cold and Vince. Yeah. I mean, dude, as much as you say Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels started it, this feud kept it – it raised it to another level. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think HBK and Shawn – or HBK and Bret Hart – could have done what Vince and Stone Cold did no, because it was yeah. the ultra, it was the boss against the rebellious guy that pushed it. It's got to be rocking. It's got to be Austin and Vince. Well, though. also, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart was too personal. It was too personal. It, it was. Feud. It was. But Rock or Austin and Vince just. Oh yeah, no. They took the ball and they they went, man. I mean, I'll, I'll give them credit. They uh, it's the greatest rivalry in sports and wrestling. Maybe the only one I'll put above this one is Austin Brett. That was a good one, but the only one I would put above this one, HBK and Brett's close, Dusty and Ric right. Flair. I was about that. to say to me that. It Dusty and Ric Flair goes and Austin. If you go greatest feuds of all time, it's Austin and Vince, Dusty and Ric. Even Hulk and Andre. Yes, Hogan and Andre would be third. Or, or Piper fourth. and Hogan. Yes, that would be like third or fourth. Okay. That, to me, there's two tiers, and those two 
robberies on is at the top. Because I mean, look at the how much money they created, how much they did yeah. for wrestling, dude. I mean, that was the golden era of wrestling. Uh, yeah. And then if you go back to Dusty and Rick, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, it was all right. I mean, and Austin and Brett so, was a good one too. I did like that. That is a good feud. one. There's a lot of other good ones that we could have done. The Outsiders versus. <laughs> What the whole WCW? <laughs> I mean, Harlem Heat. Uh, that was a good one. Steiner's versus Outsiders was a good one. Steiner's versus Sting and uh, Lex Luger. Oh, um, I got one. Uh, uh, Chris Jericho and Goldberg. That was a good feud. Uh, Greenberg too come short on. and just. Well, that was that uh, was Goldberg's fault, but Goldberg and Scott Hall, I thought had a good rivalry. Uh, mm-hmm. back in WCW. Uh, oh, uh, um. Booker T and Austin. Oh, Diesel and Shawn Michaels. Diesel, Shawn Michaels. That was a good one. That was one. a good one. Um, oh, and Shawn Michaels and, uh, Razor Ramon. Oh, here's one we didn't mention. Edge and Christian versus Dudley's versus the Hardys. That was a great robbery. That was a great rivalry. You can't. No, no, no. It. it was a great rivalry, but it didn't happen until 2000, 2001. No, it happened in 99. It started in like 99. Well, Edge and Christian and Hardy's did. Okay. It was a good rivalry. Yeah, that was a good rivalry. Okay. The chairs match of 99 at, uh, what was it, uh, Velocity? Uh, or whatever the hell they called it. You Somebody could do Al Snow and Steve Blackman? Okay, no. No. Shut up. What about Al Snow and Big Boss Man? Look, stop trying to bring Pepper into this. Big Boss Man and Big Show. <laughs> that was Ooh, a good um, uh, Hogan, Hogan versus Flair. Yeah. They they did wrestle. No, I know. Uh, Steam versus uh, Big Van Vader. That was a good rivalry in WCW. Ooh, um, this one was actually in the 90s. Uh, Savage and... Um, uh, Jake the Snake. They actually had a rivalry in the nineties. Savage and DDP. Ooh, that was a good one. That was a good when one. When he did and, the madness. Yeah, and <laughs> Piper versus Hogan. Lance think, Storm versus Chris Jericho. Why not? The Un-Americans <laughs> versus ever who at the time. That was two thousand two. All right, wait. Uh, <laughs> but no, you had. Uh, I think Piper and Hogan from WCW was better than Piper and Hogan in WWE. Well, it's because Hogan actually got pinned in WCW. That's why. No, but the robbery, I know, I I think part of it is because Mr. T was involved in it and it wasn't. You just don't like Mr. T. No, I do like Mr. (laughs) T. I love the A-Team. But yeah, that's some of the other ones. Next week, our top five is going to be top 2,000 feuds of all time. All your top so, two thousand, top two thousand feuds, year two thousands, and then we'll go two thousand ten from now, from two thousand ten on. I'm gonna have to back out on the two thousand. I can't really think of any good rivalries in two thousands. In two thousand, I can. Oh yeah, tons. A little bit, uh, but yes, you are. You know, you do know freaking two thousand. You just no two thousand ten. Two oh two thousand tens. Really? Come on, dude. No, it's going to be CM Punk and John Cena in like every freaking category. Not every single top five. <laughs> Gilbert versus... Gilbert versus... That's very true. 
That's very true. All right. Uh, when we come back from break, we will get into picks for WWE Hell in a Cell, which is this Sunday. Okay. You're listening to Wrestling with Attitude. Good to me. 